podcast nine. Welcome back, everybody. Today, let's discuss friend groups two, reevaluation and helpful tips. Recently, the Next Half blog discussed why we all need a friend group. I'm excited and thankful to say that you, my lovely readers, responded as asked and brilliantly contributed to the lighthearted list provided. Together, we reached a goal of listing 20 reasons why we need a friend group. What a great group we are. Today, let's delve deeper into this topic. Let's discuss why now is the perfect opportunity to re-examine our friend groups and explore a process to do this. Let's also provide helpful tips to address areas of concern raised by some of our readers. Perfect opportunity for friend group re-evaluation. 50 plus seems to be an opportune time when many choose to re-evaluate their friendship groups. Some of us may feel more friends are needed, but wonder how to possibly start the search. For others, maybe it's time to purge the contact list, to evaluate quality over quantity, and to focus on select existing friends. Whatever your goal, the fact remains that now is an ideal time for FG reevaluation. Psychologists classify friendships according to separate life stages, of which later life is one. Our 50 plus age, coupled with the fact that we are finally emerging from the social isolation of lockdown, provide us the perfect opportunity to reflect on the makeup and the size of our ideal friend group. But where do we start? Perfect opportunity for some self-reflection. We all understand that mates are an integral part of a contented life and that the size and personality type of the ideal friend group varies according to your individual tastes. But do we recognize that we currently value to understand of our, pardon me, do we recognize what we currently value to understand if our FGs provide that? Let's consider what's important to us, knowing that it doesn't have to be the same as it was in the past. Our values and our needs change with time. Where are we now? The process of our FG reevaluation can start with some self-reflection. Let's ask ourselves some probing question, even questions. <laughs> what attributes do we value in our friends and in ourselves? What interests and values do we prioritize? Do we need our FGs to be present and available, to provide us advice, counsel, or just simply a laugh? Perhaps a place to start is last week's blog, which highlighted some key reasons we need friend groups. Are these reasons important to you too? Does your FG fulfill these needs now? Let's also recognize the important attributes we bring to our friends. Are we good listeners, conversationalists, advisors, problem solvers? Are we fun to be with, proactive, energetic? Are we reliable? gentle, kind? What do we like about ourselves and what do others like about us? Once we've identified both what we're looking for in a friend group and what we bring to it, we can then re-examine our current FGs and decide, and decide if we are content with their size and makeup. Categorizing the friend list. This process of putting friends into lists called social categorization in some science circles and an aspect of friendology to academics can be very tricky. Where do we start? During the last year, I felt the lockdown clarified my core FG. I've also find categorization seems easier since the pandemic. There are people on the outer periphery of FGs, people I would theoretically hang out with normally leading my life outdoors, but who making the effort of a video chat just doesn't seem to feel right. Do I want to continue to invest the time to focus on them once the lockdown is fully lifted? Maybe, maybe not. That's an individual decision directly related to your own personal goals and values for our FGs. I have a suggestion of how to make this clearer for each of us. 
let's use a list-making strategy to categorize our FGs. This is the simple but effective. Open your contact list and divide the names into yes, neutral, and pass categories. The yes list includes names of people who help me be the best me. I believe we all try to surround ourselves with positive nurturing people who share and identify with our individual values. This list can have one name on it or many names on it. The key is that they feel ideal to you. I consider my yes list to be treasures whom I adore and appreciate and are critical to my happiness and fulfillment. These people comprise my core FGs. The neutral list is next. This list is usually longer than the yes list, as it could be comprised of friends you see infrequently but still want to keep into your orbit. Some of us may even add people whose path we have crossed but we don't really know. For example, the best friend you went, you went to school with but haven't seen for 30 years, or the individual you once worked with and enjoyed. This neutral list could be further subdivided for those who want to get fancy into weak ties. Some may include on their neutral list the person that you haven't directly met but with whom you live in the same neighborhood or meet frequently at the same local business. Mark Gravonator, a Stanford socio sociologist, coined the term weak ties in 1973. I believe he thought that having an outer circle friend group was just as important to our inner circle, those people that are on our yes list. Let's expand on this to help clarify our neutral list. Let's ponder that the extent to which people were separated during the pandemic from their neutral categories, moderate or weaker ties, provides an opportunity for clarity on whom each of us can focus once normalcy returns. Who or which weak tie would we like to keep into our orbits? That's your neutral list. The pass list, the one for culling, would include friendships that have proven disappointing, dishonest, energy draining, or lacking a healthy balance. Let's decide if it really is worth our energy to focus here, if our time may be more fruitfully spent on the yes or neutral categories, and adjust our attention accordingly. After the self-reflection, it's time to ask, are we satisfied with its depth and breadth? Some of us may feel content where we are, and that's great. Others may choose to tweak their numbers. Reducing the size of your friend group is not meant to be mercenary or mean. It simply frees time up to focus on your chosen few. If we wish to expand our friend group, let's understand that we are not alone. It is statistically normal at this age to experience a dip in friend levels. But why is that? Why is there a dearth of friends? Our age group often faces a dearth of friends, so even the most brave and social 50 plus may find themselves suddenly short of buddies. Here are some top factors which may collide to shrink our ideal friend base. Our besties move away, or we do. We, <clears throat> we no longer can make friends at school, at the school gate because our kids get older and thus we're not needed to be at the gate anymore. Divorce, which has the greatest rate of people in our age, and that causes friends to choose one partner with whom they will align, which often results in a freeze out of the other one. End of a career means that work friends are seen less regularly. When this is all analyzed, it is understandable why many wish to top up their friend group. This dearth of friends provides a perfect opportunity for self-reflection and prioritization of what we value in ourselves and in our friends. Once we understand that, we can strategize on how to find more. How to find new friends. Well, two points to ponder. Several readers have reached out looking for ways to make new friends. All of the plans suggested below require searching inside ourselves to enhance our self-belief and proactivity levels.
I know this is difficult for some. And on this note, I would like to mention two points to ponder before introducing the how-to list. One, some readers have shared their issues with self-belief or fear of rejection. Thank you for having the courage to share this. In the blog, I suggest I suggested we may wish to start our FG re-examination process by first writing a list of all that we recognize as amazing about ourselves. I believe remembering that list, even reciting it every morning and every night, and that plays an important role in enhancing self-belief. Try it, please. Let's remember that knowing and believing in yourself is the first proactive step to finding more friends. Two. I firmly believe in the importance of being proactive whilst also recognizing that we each control the speed of our proactivity. This pace must stay within a zone that we are comfortable with and not faster nor slower than that. Let's recognize that being proactive starts with pondering the issue and becoming focused on moving towards the goal. We dictate the pace and let's take comfort in that. And now the tips on how to find new friends. One, start with your current friend list. Look at the yes list that you created. Dedicate more time to reach out to these people and make plans. Email, text, call, Skype. Be proactive. Tell them that you'd like to see them more and suggest dates and activities. Two, ask for an acquaintance's contact number. If you have someone that you know that you've just met and really like a lot, ask for their number. Invite them for a walk or a cup of tea or coffee and just get to know them. You never know where that may lead and what a compliment that would be to receive. The world is full of people looking for another buddy. And a side note, if they say no, let's remind ourselves that maybe they're just simply too busy right now. Not that they don't want to meet us, because we are amazing. We got to feel that. If you believe in what you can offer a friendship, they will see and feel that too. Three, use the internet. As some readers may remember, I'm a big fan of the benefits of social media, if used with caution. The internet provides many ways to finding new friends. For example, join a Facebook group based on an interest or skill you may have. There are so many covering almost every topic you could think of. Identify an interest and search for a group. Examples are endless and could include dog walking, cooking, gardening, painting, writing, traveling, just for, to name a few. Two. Take an online live course, which provides an opportunity to mix with others. I took a great course on learning more about social media and another about finding my mojo. And in both, I found some fabulous like-minded new buddies. Three, research some meetup websites devoted to matching friends. I don't personally have any knowledge or experience with these websites, but I do know people who say they've been very helpful. Now back to my list on how to find new friends. Four, join a local gym, a local gym class or exercise group. Don't be shy. Find this local gym that you like or an exercise group in person or online. And if you can't find an exercise group, perhaps you start one. Be proactive. Walking groups are very popular. Five, identify, explore personal interests and hobbies. Join a local club. Many communities have social clubs or clubs specializing in hobbies such as bridge, painting, comedy, everything. Find recommendations, join one that fits you, and start a conversation with someone that you may enjoy. Go back to suggestion two. Or start a club. Reach out to some acquaintances that you like and see if they'd like to join a group based on your shared interest. Start a book club, for example. That's a popular way to gather. You'd be surprised how many people are looking to join them. Another idea could include crafts or arts or cooking or recipe sharing or visiting museums or walking or cinemas, or even travel. 
Six, join local women's groups or women's institutions. They exist all over the world with different names. Here in the UK, they're called WI. Investigate joining your local one. Help modernize it if needed, such as offering to join a committee to increase membership. Seven, volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. This can offer fertile opportunities to meet others. Pursue your interests and volunteer, whether it will be in local politics, museums, schools, GP offices, libraries, charity shops, places of, wor places of worship, the list goes on and on. Today we have covered lots of ground and I need a drink of water. We've discussed reasons to re-examine our FGs, we've introduced a process to do so, and we've provided some helpful tips to address a few areas of concern which have been raised. I hope you found this topic interesting. And have, you, have these suggestions made you think? What has resonated with you? I'd love to know. Please send comments to me at kirsten at the-next-half.org. I always appreciate hearing your thoughts and comments. Please continue to write and communicate. Thanks, guys. See you soon. Or talk to you soon. <laughs>